so you're a CPA, right? And you, yes. and you work with, and you've been working for 40 years with people, helping yeah. them with their tax situations. Absolutely. Um, what What do you? So nowadays, how do how do people feel about paying taxes? Like back in our day, everybody hated paying taxes, and we didn't want to do it, but we had to. Like. Are people still like that, or are they? Well, some are, and I, I think they should be. I believe we should all file and pay our taxes. Sure. But lately, and I think the internet has brought this on a lot. Um, people are questioning things. Like you made a statement before, what are they doing with the money? When I was right. growing up, how dare we ask what are yeah. they doing with the money? Right. Right. Okay, and everybody. Is, is a Monday morning quarterback. They're, they're, they're like, oh, you should have done this and you should have done that. And a lot of our politicians don't even understand what's going on in the world and everything. So how are we <laughs> as citizens going to tell these people what to do? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think it's our place and, and, and never did, really. I, I think... Um, you know, we're entitled to uh, safety. You brought that book out, uh, right. you know, the American dream. And, and that's what we should have. We should have the right to, regardless of where we came from, what our nationality is, right, right. to be able to earn a living, to have our, our children educated, to, to have enough money to pay for, for the family and, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, let people who are in politics, you know, do whatever they do. But now people are pointing fingers. Oh, this one stole money over here and this one's a crook over yeah. here. You know, geez. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, well, one thing's for sure is we know a lot more about what they're doing now than we used to. Yes. So, you yes. know, we, we know we know far more about every situation and every politician and and um and uh, so we have a lot more information with which to have opinions about right, right. um like right. uh but right. nonetheless they are still supposed to be representing the uh, uh the best interest of the uh, of the people and I think a lot of times people are concerned that that's not really what's happening. Well, yeah, I want to say something about that because I've always favored people thinking for themselves. And it's, if it doesn't you, happen that much anymore. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Okay, <laughs> yeah. if you defer your own thinking, and, and I, I've kind of realized that there's two types of people. One that will talk to someone that's a specialist, whether they're a doctor, tax person, attorney, whatever, and they'll question them and they'll ask them what their opinion is, what their experience is, and they'll incorporate that into their own experiences. Well, is this something I can believe? No, that doesn't sound right. I'll toss it out. Right. Then you have the other type of person that bows down to St. Fauci and says, <laughs> yeah. you're the doctor, you say it, I'm going to defer my own judgment right. to you. And when you have people that are willing to totally defer their judgment to other people, you're going to get what happens when 
you know, people, the blind follow the blind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, it, and it's been remarkable in recent years how much, how far you can get people to go without really thinking. You can, you can really reach like preposterous levels of things oh, uh, where absolutely. people clearly haven't stopped for absolutely. one second to actually think about what's happening, no. right? Yeah. No, they don't. They defer their own judgment. In fact, I, I'd like to say something that I've been watching. You know, first I want to say I have a very practical approach. I yeah. never really cared about the history and all these people that say, oh, the tax lords, all these volumes of books, because from a practical standpoint, by the time you need everything in those books, you better hire the right attorney that's going to go to court to fight, because right. you got a court case at that point. Yeah, okay? yeah sure. Um, but we can do things to, to help ourselves. And there, but a lot of people I've found don't even want to know. They, it's like a burden on them to even think. To think about uh, how could I save yeah, money on yeah, taxes. Yeah, we're sold. We're sold this phony bill of goods. And the fact that the internet is grown so much, it's touching everybody. And that is work hard, make money, and then retire and relax and be on the beach and, and, and drink and, and party. And then that gets sold to us. Hey, this money-making scheme we got over here, you can retire early, you can be on vacation, you can be in. But that's not the best thing for us. Yeah. So... It's interesting you say that because, um, and I, and I want to come back to the tax point of view in a second, but but uh, there is there's also there's even like the next permutation of what you just said, okay. which is popular among okay. some of the younger crowd right now, okay. uh, which is which is even if I don't really want to work, I should still probably like. Like I'm still entitled. Like I still I'm talking about like universal basic income and things like this. Where it's like I don't really want to work, but I'm still entitled to have enough money to have a decent living, right? right. And right. Um, right. It, I, right. do you? I mean, do, do you encounter that? Is that? Well, yeah. The the the, the me generation, the millennials. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, that that air of uh, entitlement that they have. Uh, people should learn the value of, of work, the importance of it mentally, not just for the money. Yeah. So, okay. so, so what is that in your, in your view? What do you see? Well, as what's happening is – let me back up a bit because what I'm, what I'm seeing is – in the last few years, with all the chaos politically, country being divided racially, yeah, I heard uh, about that. Yeah. the border, Ukraine, um, Iranian airstrikes, all, all this stuff <laughs> yeah. coming up, and people um, are on edge. And the IRS is a government office, and I've been watching, 
you know, how they're operating and how our rights are being taken away from us. You know, we have to file a tax return, whether it's in the Constitution or not. If we don't file a tax return, we can go to jail for willful non-filing. Yeah. So everybody needs to file. But we have rights. It doesn't mean that the IRS can impose on you anything they feel like, like pay this extra tax um, and pay it now, or we're going to take everything that you have. Yet people unknowingly give those rights to the IRS. And let me explain. I learned years ago in the 80s that if you owe money and you establish an installment agreement, they have to code the transcripts properly to state that each year is part of that agreement. A good example is when attorneys file bankruptcy, a lot of them were just looking at the proof of claims. They weren't pulling transcripts. So I had clients that were in bankruptcies and all the years that they owed the IRS was not in the bankruptcy, so the IRS would levy them outside the bankruptcy for the year that was not included in the bankruptcy. Okay, okay. I think I follow you. Yeah. Each year that you owe is a separate deal. There is no my account with the IRS. Ah, okay, right. So each each year is a, is kind of a standalone transaction. Exactly. Yeah. And it yeah. has its own statute of limitation dates and and everything uh so it's not a running uh oh, so that's interesting i didn't know that so um do people feel so you mentioned that well, let me may, may i may yeah, i please, go ahead con yeah. continue yeah yeah um and, and so there's things that they don't tell you such as your payments have to be logged on the transcript by the due date not postmarked and so oh, I was finding over 90% of people that would come and tell me, oh, well, I'm in a payment plan over here. And I would ask them questions. I would find out they were not in a payment plan. Where was their money going? Well, to the IRS, but they were not in a binding agreement, which meant any time the IRS wants to levy their paycheck or bank account, they had the right to do it. Ah, so, so the whole time they're saying thank you for the money. Meanwhile, we may decide yeah. to do something else too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that goes on now too. What? Why are they motivated? Okay, so we're going down this path. It's government. Why? why <laughs> it's government. Why, why are they motivated? But why? If if I'm an IRS worker, I'm a citizen just like anybody else. What motivates me to basically take advantage of people or just be hard on people like that? Like, do I feel like I'm fighting crime somehow? Or what, what's, why do I, what, what, what? Are you talking about anybody or yeah, well, I mean, work, just in, IRS workers? IRS workers. So just in general, I guess what I'm saying is what motivates the, so the IRS is not a thing. It's a whole bunch of people. Exactly. Right? And so what motivates those people to be ah, assholes yes, to yes. American citizens? Yes. Well, some of them don't last. I've talked to some that didn't last more than a number of months because they got there and found out that it was against, they were doing things against their own personal ethics. Yeah. There are a certain number of people that are 
definitely rah-rah country and I stand for the government and uh, I used to work with somebody he was military and he got out of the service and then he was a collection officer for six years with the IRS and he was everything by the book and so there are people that just have that belief that if it, if it's government and it's it's a rule um, everyone should follow it no matter what and they they don't go any further than that then there's other people that just love kicking people around yeah i guess it, it's I guess their own ego i hadn't really thought about that but i guess uh yeah it's oh i uh, bumped into uh some collection managers like that i had one guy yell at me telling me that um, I was supposed to put on the financial statement the value of my client's silverware in her kitchen drawer. And I said, I've been doing um, installment agreements for many years, and you're the first one that said that. And he said, well, I don't care. I'm the manager, and I'm not going to approve this agreement. I want you to list the kitchen table and the silverware. Oh, my God. Yeah, what? Uh, uh so some of them get off on on that level of power because in their own life they don't have that level of power except for uh, yeah. their job. So so uh, come to the IRS and we'll uh, yeah we'll help yeah, you. Yeah, we'll um, give you power. Yeah, we'll give you power. Um, <laughs> do you uh, so one of the, one of the things that well and that actually gets explains something that I wanted to get into because um, there's two things really. One is, uh, for a lot of people, like for a lot of regular people who don't have unusual circumstances or interesting tax situations or aren't, you know, right. for just regular people who like they're doing it by the book, um, right. you know, to me, like most of my career, you know, I was on somebody's payroll, I made a paycheck, I did my taxes at the end of the year. You know, it's it's earnings minus deductions equals your taxable income. Uh, you try to get as many deductions as you can. Yeah, like, like it wasn't rocket science. Simple. Like to me, it seemed right, like, right, like, exactly. like this is pretty straightforward. Exactly. Um, and the other thing was, if you're following the rules, then why do I need to worry about the IRS, right? Yeah. And, but, but some of what we were talking earlier, and it sounds like exactly. that's not necessarily. Well, the, it's the, not any, anymore. You, you want to prevent an audit. About 10 years ago, I put together a four-part checklist that to this day, I don't know one person when we used it that was audited. And But audits are, for regular citizens, audits are rare, right? I mean, you don't, not, not too many people well, get Well, yes and no. It depends how you want to define regular citizens. I've got plenty of people with a 1099 and they file a Schedule C and to them, it's not complicated. They have their uh, expenses and, and their vehicle on there, and that's it. And But they target Schedule Cs because it's one of the biggest areas that people cheat. In fact, oh, maybe it's 10 years now. I, I can't remember exactly. A local CPA was put in jail for doing oh. phony party planning businesses. Yeah, I think I remember that, yeah. Okay, yeah. we picked up his audits. We got like 20 of his audits, and the IRS finally said, you know what? Um, if you, First, they said, if you're willing to just lay down and let us uh, take the you know, deduction off, we won't charge any penalties. And then the following year, they said, hey, we, we changed. 
Um, you can lay down and, and we'll make this a quick audit, but we're going to charge you the penalties. Yeah. So, so okay. So, um, so if you're getting. So, well, what people need to know, even if they have a simple return, like you were asking. Right. Because of the Internet and because the IRS is now putting more stuff online, everybody can access their transcripts. Um, a lot of people pay us to get it for them so we can analyze it and give them advice. But if you sign up for the EFTPS.gov, Electronic right. Federal Tax Payment System, uh, EFTPS.gov, you can get your own transcripts and you will know what third parties filed on you w-2s 1099s k-1s from partnerships broker statements all of that you can match that to your information and if there's a problem you can contact whoever you need to to straighten it out but you can make sure that it goes on your return item by item so you don't fail the matching program one yeah. of the audit <clears throat> methods right. they use is, is the matching program i'll give you an example it's a lot of cpa firms still do this now they'll take somebody that has five 1099s <coughs> and they'll add them all together and they'll put the total on the schedule c and the IRS has no idea whether you reported all of the 1099s. Right, because they're all rolled we up. We list them separately. <clears throat> right, yeah, yeah, sure. So you don't fail the matching program. So what, So what? Um, and I've uh, I've heard a lot of this, uh, there's a lot of chatter about this on the internet, people sure. trying to determine what exactly causes an audit. Of course, the, IRM, the IRS doesn't, doesn't share the algorithm or whatever it is, but, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. what... Uh, you know, and I, I've heard explanations of everything from things like you're saying to, you know, like things not matching or dramatic changes from one year to the next. I've heard sometimes you're just unlucky and your your lottery number comes up. Like what? What you created yeah. a checklist to prevent audits that right. that would presume that there's right. something that you can do there, right? To, to yeah. Uh, However, I can never tell people. Notice I say when I've used it to my knowledge no one I know has been audited. Right. Because I can't say 100% it's going to, you know, yeah. prevent an audit. Um, there are different types of audits, okay? There's d d uh, discriminant income function, DIF, where they apply a certain percentage to each area, and if your score is above that, you'll be selected for audit. And then the audit group picks amongst the ones that are selected who they're going to go after. What would, so what, what gets you a high score? Um, excess <clears throat> contributions. You know, you made 40000 in the year and you gave 20000 to the church or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, um, um, again, we would put the explanation on, on the return. Uh, of course, That's right. part of my four-part yeah. checklist. Yeah, um, so, so, the, so your checklist, as far as uh, protecting against an audit, really has to do with how you prepare the return. Well, I'll, I'll just go through it. It's actually pretty simple, and this is what's interesting, and you brought it up earlier about people's avoidance, about the way people think, because it's very easy to protect yourself from the IRS, okay? Get your transcripts, know what they have, 
if you owe, if there's a liability, make sure it's part of a binding agreement. If you leave a liability out there and it's not the collections hasn't stopped because you have an audit or it's not part of a payment plan or it's not included in a bankruptcy. If it's not tied up somehow, just expect you're going to get levied. Plain yeah. and simple. Yeah. So that's something for everyone to do. Check your transcript. If there's a liability on there for unpaid taxes, make sure something is being done so that no collection action happens. Yeah. How it, could so how could how do you end up with a tax liability that you don't know about? You can be audited and not get the audit letter and they say, Oh, well you didn't respond, so now we're gonna charge <laughs> you for all of this. Okay, so so this is so and I, I didn't I didn't stop you earlier, but I, I'm not sure that everybody understands what do you mean by transcripts. So what's a transcript? Uh, a transcript is, is is a report, like an accounts receivable sure, report. But in this case, in this case, a tra a transcript is well, there are different types of transcripts. There's your account transcript, which has on there when you filed, how much you owed, payments you made, interest, penalties, legal things like bankruptcies, things. Yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah, okay. Then there's a wage and income transcript, which is third party payer information that they sent to the IRS W 2s, 1099s, K 1s. Those are the two main ones that yeah. people so, should so be So when you go to that, uh, and I'm familiar with that website, the. Uh well, irs.gov is one. You and, can go there. And, and uh, EFTPS. And EFTPS, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, do, uh, do people. Um, all right, so we're talking about how to protect yourself from from an audit, from liabilities you don't know about. There's also the general uh, notion of, you know, there are things that I can do legally to help sure. reduce my tax burden. Do people ever, do you ever run into people these days who feel like, like, am I, am I being a bad citizen if I'm trying to get out of paying some of my taxes? No, I, I believe it's everybody, you know, it's the American way not to overpay, but there's a difference between doing something fraudulent right. versus using the code in your favor. And it's interesting because there's always conversation about the rich. And I remember when Arianna Huffington didn't owe any taxes, and that's because her money was in tax-exempt bonds. And you could put your money in tax-exempt bonds and not pay any taxes either. So there's a big misunderstanding um, that the rich have all these benefits that, that well, yeah. In fact, we've you got know. a. Uh, they, so I'm glad you brought that up. Trev, get the. Um, there's the chart about who pays income tax. This one has has floated around for a while in various in various uh, uh, versions. But this is kind of telling, right? So, over on the far right, you see this is in the United States personal federal income tax. The 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 bottom 50 percent of earners in the U.S. Uh, uh, pay, as you can see, very small. This is of the total amount of tax paid, right? So the top fifty percent, uh, uh, the top the top fifty percent of earners in the United States pay ninety seven percent of the taxes that get paid. The top twenty seven, top twenty five percent pay eighty seven percent, and so on. So even when you get to the top five percent of people, they're still paying more than half of the taxes 
that are uh, paid. Now, Trev, scroll down. What what is top five percent? The table below it. Okay, so top five percent is people uh, that make um, uh, between. Uh, let's see. Oh no, no, that's not it. Go down. Well, I noticed oh, no, that something yeah, yeah, that in, in the chart. If you go back, go back to the chart. If you, if yeah, no, no, go up one. The table. No, keep going. No, I'm, no, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, go to no, the, go pull the screen. The thing, the thing below it. There, there you go. go. There you go. If you notice in two ten, the top five percent is paying a lot less than the one percent. But if you go to two thousand fourteen, the top five percent is paying a lot more. Than the one percent. Than the one percent. You know, those those things have shifted. Yeah, but but if you go back up to the chart, Trevor, okay. um, what you see is this notion that the rich people are getting out of paying taxes. It, it, if you look at the total amount of tax, well, that's being paid, it's it's all in well, the top half of the of the. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, well, people have read Robert Kurosaki's book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Now, and they, oh, what is that? They, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and they learn that um, self-employed people pay a lot of tax. You, you see, taxes are concentrated on earned income, income from working. Yeah. But the when you make a lot more money, income from working is a much, much smaller percentage of your overall income because most of your income comes from investments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And so a but lot you, of... But then okay. you've got capital gains tax, right? But that's yeah, not in this chart. Good, right? it's, it's a different chart. Yeah, it, yeah, it's lower, yeah. It's lower. And you don't always have capital gains tax. There's a lot of real estate people that defer tax because they're building up equity in their property and they're taking depreciation and the depreciation is offsetting the rental income so they barely have any tax but they're building up equity in in the property yeah 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 and right. so a lot of these charts get skewed because of of the different options we have you know, hence people that want flat tax because they don't want to get into all. So, what do you think about that? About the flat tax? I mean, that gets every couple of years somebody, and that's yeah. what and that's what it was originally. Originally, it was a, it yeah. was a flat tax, and then yeah, and then we went to the graduated like system. Three percent. Yeah, three percent was the the beginning. Like um, no, I I I think people need to be more educated. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong. Like. I pay my tax. I don't have a complicated return. I have a salary. I have my K-1 distribution from right. the sub-S corporation. And that's pretty much it. I don't even itemize anymore. The, it, the, the mortgage is so high, paid yeah. off and yeah. the standard deduction is, is pretty good. So I don't get the benefit for contributions. Right, but, right, right. you know, what the heck, it all, it, it all washes out anyway. You got to look at the bottom line, how much tax you pay yeah. for the amount of money that you make. There, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem that I've seen o over the decades mm. are people who get slammed. They don't know what's going on. 
they get hit with such big liabilities that they, it, it wipes them out. I've seen businesses get destroyed. I've seen people lose their house and property. Um, years ago, one of, one of the um, offer managers that I kn knew, he's retired now, he was a collection manager and this couple somewhere between Houston and Galveston, he leaned on them so hard that they committed suicide. Oh they my. took a rifle and, they, and, and both wow. of them. Yeah. And, and, and so, Jeez. yeah. So what happens is, and again, it's part of our system. Um, you got to take the good with the, the American dream also comes with um, Ponzi's <laughs> from Italy and, <laughs> yeah. and people who take advantage. Yeah. 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 So you there's going to be attorneys and and um, uh, tax relief companies that take advantage. Um, I remember um, before Taxmasters and Ronnie Deutsch and J.K. Harris were put out of business, they were the three big ones, mm -hmm. and their salespeople used to lie like crazy and, and, mm -hmm. and take money from people. Um, that's, you know, that's the big suffering. Innocent taxpayers, elderly taxpayers yeah. get scammed. And now the scams are, if you go to the IRS website each day, you can sign up and get their, their bulletins um, emailed to you for free. The biggest thing is all these scams going on, people saying that they work for the IRS and, and they're going to come and get you if you don't give them money. They'll even go to your house to collect money from you. And yeah, you know, it's funny you say it. My, my daughter a few years ago, and at this point in time, she was probably late 20s, and, um, and she called me. She's in a panic. Um, she's, some guy's got her on the phone, and he's telling her that she owes $3,000, and, and he's yelling at her. So she's got him on one phone and she's calling me on the other phone yeah. and he's yelling at her to not talk yeah. to anybody else because he knows that as soon as she starts talking yes. to somebody because he's yes. like working his like his yes. like psychobabble magic on her yeah. and um and uh, that was no offense to any of the like professional psychology workers in the audience but he's he's uh and and he's got her in a state and she's yeah. not like, and, and she's a reasonably bright person, right? She's not like a like an airhead. And he's got her in a state that she's like, I have to get this money right now. And, you know, of course, I, I told her, you just need to hang up. Don't worry about it. Just hang up. But but he had really done a number on her. I mean, she was, she was oh, like yeah. wrapped around like, oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I can. I get calls from people. I actually, I. Usually, I pride myself in be able, being able to see through that stuff pretty quickly. Yeah, I got a letter recently that said from the from the uh, Harris County Constable's office. Oh yeah. And you look at it, and on the surface, I had to tell my client, "Wait a minute, this looks legit." And then after spending time on it, I found three things that definitely made it not. They repeated the county twice, which mm -hmm. <laughs> someone would have caught that. I don't remember exactly the other, yeah. other two, but 
they're getting more sophisticated now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what? So most of the people uh, that you end up um, helping, uh, your clients, yeah. do they? Uh, uh, do they, do they do they come to you like kind of I mean what 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 gets people do they, do they come to you when they already have a mess and it's too late and now you got to help them dig out of some disaster or uh, what's how do people uh, usually how do people usually end up in your office unfortunately that's the majority of them mm-hmm. when I years ago when the internet started getting big the middle 80s or early 90s, I had more clients outside of Texas than I did in Texas. And they, when I started, there were almost nobody specializing in IRS representation. And so the second they got a call from a collection officer, they were scared. Okay. And then over the years that had changed. So I get referrals from attorneys, people in divorces um, that have tax yeah. problems between the two of them. I also get contacts from people that are being audited. So it's still mostly they're in trouble. And that's the part that I haven't been able to change. You know, I hoped in, in, over the years uh, I can get people to change their attitude. Even now, I want people to understand that they shouldn't lay down for the IRS. Don't go to somebody that's going to give you the biggest refund. Don't go to somebody and close your eyes and say, and I get this, I got this a lot from my, uh, the Sugarland Rotary when I was there. People would tell me, oh, I've had the same accountant for five years and he knows what, they're do- what he's doing. Yeah. And I couldn't break that, but because of the personal relationship, but yeah, the truth sure. was they weren't getting handled properly. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't have the knowledge. And some of them slipped through the cracks. They were being levied when they thought that everything was... Everything. That's the biggest thing. We'll get emails and calls I'm in a payment plan. Why are they levying me? Yeah, yeah. And then they fall into that 90% that they're not. Let me mention the four things. One, file an extension. Never file by April 15th. Yeah. Number two, file three days before the end of the extension, before October 15th, because most, over 90% of audits have already been selected. The next one is don't fail that matching program we talked about. If you got five 1099s, you better list them all on the returns. Somebody at the IRS needs to match up all the information. If you got an incorrect 1099 and you're in the middle of trying to change it, put on the return. Hey, this is what was reported. I've got evidence that this is all I've been paid and I'm trying to resolve it, but right now this is the number for tax purposes, not this inflated number. I had a guy who was a a cook for a a famous restaurant on Westheimer, and he paid him cash under the table, but then when the company got audited, they inflated this big 1099. He came to my office and he said, Joe, I don't have much money. I took 15,000 in cash, and why is this 
$35,000 Wait, so the on me. company that paid them just was lied on the, yeah. dumping into their 1099 reports to cover up some other There's phony 1099s oh all over the place. Because they're trying to get something off their books. So they can right. get a bigger deduction. Right. Exactly. Wow, that, exactly. okay. Yeah. So, uh, the, well, now the let, let me, if I may finish. Go ahead. So, so you file the extension, you file three days before the end of the extension, you match up what's on your wage and income transcript, and now here's, here's the kicker, the explanations. And I, I have a good example to use. I had this uh, couple that they painted, they physically painted old airplanes that were used, old war, like World War One and Two planes that were used in, in different shows that yeah. uh, the Air Force would put on. These people weren't paid that much. I think they grossed like $130,000. So they had their regular vehicle, they had a, a, a work truck with all their supplies, yeah. and they took their RV with them because they couldn't afford to sleep in a hotel. Sure. So here was this $130,000 gross income, and here I am depreciating three separate vehicles, which seemed like a lot. Seems, oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. I would write these paragraphs explaining exactly the situation and why it was prudent for them to have the three vehicles. So your explanations on the return, if you're going to have excess depreciation, travel and entertainment, uh, mileage, vehicle expenses, you need to show that it was prudent for you. I, I had a guy, a real estate guy, that bought a private plane, and there was this, he was showing properties at the top of this hill. He said it would take 12 hours in a circle to drive up there, yeah. and he would just fly up there real fast. Only the expenses for the plane it wasn't justified by the amount of income he had that year. Uh, so, yeah, in that case, I didn't have him deduct the whole thing. But so you've got to use a level of common sense. So that and those that's number four, those explanations. You have to explain why it was prudent, why you're following the code and why you have the proof that they require. And if you don't know the proof that they require and you don't know, you can't show that it was prudent, you need to have a professional like me, you yeah. know, or Robin. Robin does the returns in my office. She's also in the 60s. She's got decades of experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I could see where, sure, you would end up. Um, yeah, it's all it's all easy until it isn't and then exactly yeah, yeah. and then uh what now you mentioned the the filing of the extension and i've heard people say that before always file an extension yes um the thing is now if i understand it correctly even though you file an extension if you owe taxes you still need to pay them by april 15th right yes so I, so, so what's the benefit i mean i still well, gotta i still gotta come up with the money april 15th the well, benefit uh, well is you, that's the falsehood that's what h and r block and all of them misled the public about uh, and i i don't think purposely but who knows we got misled nonetheless you have to separate your thinking of pain and return okay the return can be filed with an extension th through um, October to, uh, up to October 15th. 
Your taxes were due during the year. Let's use 2022 as an example. Fair enough, right. Your yeah. taxes were due during the year. If you're a 1099 and, and your spouse, let's say, that you filed jointly with doesn't increase their withholding enough to cover your 1099, you're going to have to pay estimated taxes. Your fourth quarter's estimate was due January 15th. So it's past January 15th. You're late. But what happens is there's an exemption to the penalties, and that is if you pay 100% of the prior year's tax or 90% of the current year's tax, and there are a reasonable amount of people that fall under that. So instead of teaching people the distinction, a lot of people won't have penalties until after April 15th, so they say, well, if I pay by April 15th, I'm safe. But what if you didn't meet that exemption? Or what if you were in a payment plan? Because yeah. if you're late, you broke your agreement, even if you don't get penalties. Yeah. Yeah, it gets complicated pretty quick. So, uh, it, well, see, that's the attitude. It's not comp. But once I tell you these couple of little things, we're done. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, fair it's, enough. Fair you got to expand yourself just a little bit. Yeah, and I get it. So so separating your thought about the payment from the return, that's right. The, the taxes were due last year. And, and whole, you know, I mean, I always try to I always try to plan it so that I more or less break even if I got to pay a little bit at the end if I got to. Yeah, if I gotta. yeah. But uh, sometimes, uh, you know, there's been some times where I had two W-2s that year and they overlapped, right? So at one sure. point in time, I'm working for two different companies at the same time. Right. Well, they're withholding at the rate of each paycheck. Exactly. And they're not, and nobody's exactly. withholding at the aggregate rate. As so, if, exactly. Right, and so at the end of the year, I go, ah, shit, like, I, exactly. I, gotta, I, gotta, I have to pay a lot. But I've never had, um, I don't think I've ever fallen into the situation where I should have paid like, I must have always fallen into that the category the that you said. Of well, you would know there's a 2210 form that gets filed with the return. That's And there's different ways to calculate that, um, which is the penalty, which gets you out of Got the it, penalties. Yeah. But, so the advantage of the extension, though, I think you mentioned this before, is is you, to get out beyond where most of the audits have been selected. That's right? one and the other is you have to wait for the wage and income transcript to settle. Let me give you an example. They changed the rule this year. You're, it, they used to give you a grace period. This is how the chaos that the government ha, ha, is causing. They used, first your W-2s would do, let's say the end of January, and then you had a month for someone to say, hey, you did my W-2 wrong, correct it. Because the employer has to send all the W-2s with a W-3 to the Social Security Administration. This year, they would do it the Social Security Administration at the same time they would do in the hands of, of the recipients of the W-2. Oh. So, if, yeah. So how do you correct anything? That's just it. If you correct it, then the employer has to do a correction, oh, for the send it to the Social Security right. Administration, and at a rate that government offices are sitting on their butts now, chance, right. if you file early, 
that correction isn't going to be made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I told you before we started. I told you my uh, my escort election story where they yeah. didn't they didn't even they didn't even realize until a year and a half later that they never like processed my form. Right. right. So, right. Um, well, and now that's a lot. Another thing that I wanted to hit on today, which okay. is there's been a lot of a lot of chatter, uh, and you know, basically since COVID, mm-hmm. that. Um, well, you don't really need to worry about the IRS because they're so far behind on everything. They're, the work is stacked up so much. They're never going to like like you could like you if you wanted to, like you could cheat your ass off this year and you probably never get caught. Not that anybody is encouraging cheating, but because they're so far behind they're like they're you know, they're, yeah. is, that, is that I mean, well, we were talking about that earlier and I'm afraid people are losing their rights. Um, all yeah. this chaos going on is more for government control. We're seeing it in other countries a- as well. So, like, well, as an example, and, what? Well, uh, the border being open, the you know fentanyl and other drugs being run rampant, um, treatment of January six uh, protesters compared to. Uh, the summer of love, uh, BLM riots, and yeah. things like that. There's all this inequity, racial stuff, LGBTQ stuff. The country gets divided, you know, divide and conquer. Um, uh, yeah. You know, and 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 if you you know because of COVID and and all of this, they're finding. Um, uh, mental health problems right. amongst kids, kids, uh, men are, you know, uh, wondering, like, why should I even get a job? Why, why yeah. should I even try? I'll, I'll just get some, you know, government assistance or yeah. something like that. So there's your, your, your example. And what's happening, and, and I've watched this set up. I, I, I've got to tell, tell you this. Um, so we get Locked down with COVID, government gives us stimulus checks. We get PPP loans that don't have to be paid back. Easy, easy money. Uh, one of the CAF units trashed. I found out uh, power of attorneys, so I had several of my power of attorneys not even be logged in. They didn't process returns. They hired trailers and they dumped all these returns in in trailers. Um, and like, like you said, I, I, more than half my clients had the attitude that, well, they're not going after me. Uh, automated collections a couple of years ago stopped going after people. They rehired the collection agencies that they said weren't effective. Well, they rehired them, and now I get letters from collection agencies that can't do anything, so my clients don't want to do anything because the collection agencies don't can't do anything. Yeah. And then the IRS says, okay, now we're going to formalize the process of doing your returns for free. We go to our website, fill out this. Well, I did that. Me, me and Robin did that to see if you make up to seventy thousand, even if you're self-employed, even if you got stock transactions, capital gains, you can do all of that for free on the IRS's website. Now you uh. you don't have to go to community tax or anything like that. 
But what's happening is it's, it's, it's when they develop that complacency, oh, and also you break your installment agreement and you'll get a letter saying, that's okay, you missed your payment, no problem, just double it up next time. But once you break that agreement, you can't legally hold them to the agreement. They can take collection action anytime they want to. Uh, so we're getting very soft. Like, uh, you know, so you and I both originated in the same part of the country. This is how like certain businesses up there used to work. Very similar. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. You could pay next time. But now, yeah, but, now, now I own you for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, but yeah. The, the mafia that lived in the building of my friend, we, we came pretty close. Um, yeah. my, uh, my sister, who's deceased now, her good friend was Valerie uh, Gotti. Gotti's daughter, Valerie, yeah, John, was John Valerie's daughter. best friend. No kidding. Yeah. My, my sister got to know them. They lived in, in, um, in Gotti's neighborhood at yeah. one time. Before he moved all the way out to the island, they, he was in Queens. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. Um, but it sounds a little like the IRS is... Uh, oh, and by the way, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I shared a plane ride uh, with uh, Bernie Carrick. And, uh, and he told me that, you know, Bernie was the... the 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 NYPD commissioner during 9/11 oh, okay. during 9/11 he was the NYPD oh, okay. commissioner during 9/11 okay. he and and Rudy Giuliani were the ones that were cleaning up New York City back then in the 90s and he told me that uh, that uh, Gotti was the when they when they got John Gotti that was pretty much the the end of of uh, not not the end of of that yeah. of the families but it was kinda, they haven't really haven't really recovered but it but it sounds to me like some of what you're describing the IRS is doing it sounds a little like how those guys used to do business I mean uh, I, I think it's more like the intimidation yeah, and, the, yeah, I and can't disagree you broke the with agreements that. so now we own your ass and I mean that's that's pretty rough you know that's it's, yeah. it's hard to imagine that uh, that an American government organization is treating American <laughs> citizens yeah, like that. It, yeah, it's hard to imagine that Canada stole the money from the GoFundMe for the truckers. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, okay? <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going yeah, on. We yeah. should not have carbon emissions while China can open up two new coal plants per month. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean... This is all, all, all that stuff going on where the government is, is going to be like the mafia, like, like, like you're saying. And, and it's really scary. I'm, I'm scared for people because the, this tendency I, I see in a lot of people, uh, I, I see it in, in my own family, I see it in neighbors. They don't know what hit them because what's going to happen... Uh, I'll give you two I examples. Um, in audits, I have a girl who, um, I don't want to give too much inf in information on this, but she had a side business and her friends were going to go on a trip with her. And so they paid her money and they decided not to go. So she paid them back. And the auditor said, nah, that's probably business income and you're lying. 
So wow. we got notarized statements from those people. So we have the bank statements that show the money in. We have the bank statements showing the money out and the notarized statements. What more could you want? Right. And, and, Seems pretty and I'm right. still fighting that. Wow. And then I have a on the collection side, a revenue officer who I've gotten to know very well in the last few years. Um, is charging, I have a client that has a corporation and he didn't pay the payroll taxes and so they're supposed to charge him with what we call the trust fund, the withholding and social security that they took out of the paychecks, not the corporate tax. Hmm. She wants to charge him the corporate tax. Well, unless she gets approval from someone at the IRS, she can't do that. So I've been checking the transcripts and the transcripts don't have that on there. There's only a couple of hundred thousand, whatever, whatever they owe. Yeah. Okay. She files a county lien for over a million dollars to include the, the corporate liability. How do you get to file a, a county lien without a liability? But yeah, You're just making up numbers. Yeah. Yeah, just a million dollars. Wow. She's just adding the numbers from the corporation. Right. That's not his it's personal not, yeah. liability. And it's not even on the books of the IRS, but they're doing it anyway. And I and I and I get I get your point about it's not really complicated, it's simple, but also there's so many things to know about. This is where I could see people get very do my uh, consultation in an hour i can make you an expert on your own personal situation yeah that would be uh now you said something earlier too that i was i caught that was sort of a sidebar but it was very interesting you said people are losing you're afraid that people are losing their rights yeah and you gave a bunch of examples about um about uh, you know this thing and this thing and this thing and they're all dividing the country and you said divide and conquer Yes. So, uh, yes. so who's who's doing the conquering? And Tre Trev's our resident conspiracy theorist. So, Trev, you could you could chime in on who's who's doing the conquering here. But if we've got divide and conquer, who, oh, there's this global who's conquering us. Whoever those elitists with the money and the control are um, is trying to have you know one globe um, rule. Mm. And so, you know, then you have the theories of, of every so often a country gets to be on, on top, I'm trying to think of who, who put that out. Um, and now our turn is over. And so uh, maybe it's China's term. You mentioned that you're, you've been you've been taking Chinese correspondence classes or something. Yeah, yeah learning how to speak <laughs> speak Chinese. So 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 our turn is coming to an end. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Now, whether China sits in that position or not, I don't know, but the, the, the whole idea of, of this chaos, um, you know, and, and they get people involved, and I got involved in that stuff for a while, and I, I had to say that this is ridiculous because psychology has, you know, we know so much more about how the brain works um, than before. And I've always studied that. I, I've been a self-help guru. I'm an NLP, Neuro Linguistics Programming, the stuff that Tony Robbins started yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I became a practitioner, and then I became a master practitioner. Okay. And I've done a lot of studying and reading, and we've reached a point, 
I mean, I'm a good fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza. You might have heard of him. Mm-hmm. He has these week seminars where people actually can change um, what we've learned that DNA doesn't have to do the job it does for your whole life. You can actually change that. Mm. And people are able, some people are able to cure issues. I mean, we also have gene splicing and you can put new genes on there, but we've learned that mentally we can make those changes as well. Um, That's the extreme, but prior to that, um, before you get to that point, um, the, the data mining is huge. You know, we have that issue with TikTok, and China doesn't even allow the version of TikTok to their own citizens that we have here. Yeah. Um, because they're just stealing our data left, left, and, and, and right. Um, even, even medical with, with, with the uh, gain of function stuff. Um, China uh, has medical histories on Americans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, okay, so it's very easy to control people now because when you divide the country, when people lose self-confidence, when people are losing First Amendment rights, when we've got to fight for Second Amendment rights, when yeah. when police are stopped from even locally i i thought for a while that texas was a right-wing state we're not going to have those problems i have criminal attorneys as clients that are saying yeah police can bring people in but when it comes time to prosecute them and and go yeah, through the legal there's the problems big, in the system that's particularly harris county right now yeah that's yeah. Uh, um yeah so uh so is it is it can and i'm with you on a lot of that stuff is is all of the um and you know we started out earlier earlier on we were talking about how um we pay substantially more in tax in federal taxes now as a society than we did before that correlates to the fact that the government is so much larger than it used to be you mentioned the government has a lot more concerns now meaning you know if you if you look at that and you know do they have a lot of concerns or are they just doing a whole bunch of shit that they don't really need to be doing but (laughs) but the uh you know because if you if you asked people a hundred years ago as of last week every government office has to have their own dei right and exactly so um and and in fact if you look there are if you look at the statistics on how much the federal government spends per capita in the United States. So how much do they yeah. spend on a, on a person yeah. right, has, has increased uh, yeah. by order of magnitude. And so, um, um, and now the, we're being hammered and, and so, so we're, we're paying taxes, we're paying more taxes than we ever had before. Um, and, and, on top, and on top of that, the IRS is, <laughs> is, is, is making people's lives miserable. I mean, it's, See, it's very, I, it's very I, I don't buy into that. You know, there's a lot of pork in the in these bills. You, you, you've got this unbelievable, you know, expenses that that, you know, uh, again, that's you, you, you if, if you buy into that separation of, of right versus left politically, you're going to see that 
a lot of, you know, we got veterans that, that don't have enough money to get by. We, we've got crime and, and open border stuff. And yet, you know, we're, we're actually paying China. <laughs> we're giving money to China. We, we pay for the oligarchs in, in Ukraine, uh, their retirement plan. <laughs> Somebody's got to pay for it. Right? It's our turn. You know that schedule that says whose turn it is to be on top? It also says when it's your turn to pay for somebody's retirement plan. But um, so in the middle of all of that, in the middle of all of that chaos, the good news is that uh, with a few simple things, we can at least help people. That's why I wanted to finish. That's why I'm saying don't buy into that. Yeah. Don't buy into that. We have an obligation to abide by the law. Yeah. You know, we don't want lawlessness. People that believe in the security of, of, of the country. And the government taxes us. That's what governments do. They tax their people. You know, it could be worse. All these people, all these complainers now you know just go back in history times were times were worse you know yeah, you sure. go back and say oh we weren't collecting that much tax but look at the improvements we've had in in medicine and, and sure. in, in in just the way of life you know yeah um i mean there's an argument about whether free enterprise couldn't do a better job of providing that but but but, but your point not, is that on net balance other, like though. life is Life is better now than it was before in a well, lot of ways. Life is how you make it. One of the things that I realized as I get older and grow up is that I've given away a lot of my own personal power mm. by buying into the conversations. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was telling Robin earlier today that, you know, I, I've for decades I've traded like stocks and commodities. I'm, I'm a commodities broker and a stock broker by license mm. only. I, I haven't practiced, but I do trade. And I'm starting to realize that trading was not my game. I adopted society's game. They said, hey, you can make money trading. Oh, that, that's great. Look at all these people that made money trading. But when I started my practice, when I was 25, I didn't know anything. I knew how to do tax returns because I worked for H&R Block for a while and I did returns while I was going to school. But I started my own accounting practice, my own CPA firm, and I didn't have help from anybody, my, not from family. I didn't know anybody. Everything was from my growing up in New York and, 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 and confidence. And I look back to those years and sure I had made some mistakes, but I was up to 13 employees. I was, um, I, I designed corporate liquidations from the code that wasn't there, that people were, people still don't do core. If, if a corporation owes a huge amount of payroll taxes, I can trim it down to just the trust fund, save them the matching of the social security, all the interest and all the penalties. I was doing things out, out of, you know, that came from me. 
Yeah. And not adopting, you know, I didn't know anyone that did IRS representation. In fact, in 1980, when I started, there were three people that got out of the IRS that started bringing IRS representation to the public. Mm. It wasn't done in Houston. Nobody yeah. had it as a specialty before. I, I bumped into somebody who I hired him as a telemarketer that worked for a guy that did IRS representation. He said, hey, Joe, you know, you got these returns. You're not even you do the return and people aren't paying you. How would you like to get your money up front? And how would you like to help people that are having IRS problems? And I said, yeah, I guess I can do that. Yeah. And so I jumped into it blind. Right. And those were the happy days. Yeah. <laughs> and now I find myself struggling with, you know, other people's, you know, trading is, is their game, not mine. Um, I'm having to do, you know, uh, accounting and other things because IRS is, 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 you know, people are getting blindsided. I can't wait till it, it, it swings back up again. Because when the IRS starts levying, and I got to say this, I've talked to a couple of revenue officers I know for like 20, 25 years, and they would always tell me what's going on, and now they're keeping it a big secret. Yeah. I think they're gearing up to really go after people. I see it in the audits. I see it I in, hear this in term, the collections. tax gap floating around. They're trying to close the tax gap. Uh, and and uh, put that with climate control yeah. somewhere. Well, <laughs> no, meaning I, I guess the the, <laughs> I mean, the meaning the meaning being that I think it kind of goes along with what you just said, which is which is uh, they're gearing up like they 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 sense that there's a lot of money out there that is escaping our grasp that should be tax that we should be collecting those taxes and we're not and so they're organizing a new offensive to go after that but it was always like that yeah it was yeah. always that you can't take cash away poor people have cash they have a cash stash we go to a a a, a what do you call it currency uh uh and take cash away from people uh, i remember last year going to the gallery or i went to pay for my coffee and they're like we don't take cash and i'm like what do you mean you don't how, take how, cash? how do you <laughs> i had to pay with a credit card yeah yeah and and they, if, if you do well, what, germs on the cash you know that's the problem is yeah, they don't want to have you no, they don't no. want to have the germs it's, it's control yeah it's control i mean we have a currency the u.s actually has a digital currency it's just not out there that people are using if you go like my coinbase wallet i have a couple hundred bucks in cryptocurrency and and i look at the different things i can buy and there's a u.s based um uh, digital currency, digital currency yeah, on, yeah. on there. It trades for a dollar. It doesn't go up and down right. because it's it's not active. But they're waiting to put that into yeah, play. Yeah. When they put that into play, the IRS will just say, hey, you owe me this, and they'll take it from your account, and you won't be able to have any say about that at all. <laughs> what do you think, Trev? You've been quiet. You uh, Any uh, any conspiracy uh, uh, chime-ins or... Uh, I'm going to escape somewhere where no one will ever find me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Good, where, good luck. Where is that exactly? Thailand. <laughs> I, uh, next, next episode, we'll talk about satellites and why it's impossible to go somewhere where nobody ever finds you. Yeah. Um, well, Elon Musk is, you know, Mr. Innocent. He's got everybody, you know, loving him. 
uh, except how do you think AI is going to connect with each other and, and take over? It's going to be through Neuralink. So. Yeah. Well, stay tuned because next episode, we're talking about chat GPT and how AI is going to take over the world. Yeah. Um, so this is good. All right. So I'm going to, uh, so we're going to wrap up with what are the four things again. So file an extension. File an extension. File three days roughly before the end of the extension. Don't fail the matching program. Wait until August, September. Pull your wage and income transcript so you can match everything up. You should pull it right away so in case you find out somebody filed a phony 1099 on you. Um, and then broker statements. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, stockbrokers tend to always have 1099B corrections because the 22-year-old kid fresh out of school that put those together you know, didn't do it right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've paid retirement contributions in the next year, and they put it in the wrong year. Uh, oh yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So you got to wait for that stuff to settle, and you want time to make corrections, and and then the fourth item is, is the explanations. You got to sit back when your return is done. You've got to make sure it makes sense. You know, did you make thirty thousand dollars and and you're supporting a spouse and five kids, right, and, right? And they're wondering where the money you know came the, from. Yeah. And I put explanations on returns. Taxpayer um, is uh, taking out money from his savings account to to live on. Yeah, and you're talking about an explanation. On, not, not waiting for them to ask the question, no, on the but return. on the return, so that it's upfront right there. Yeah, which means you do paper returns. It's funny. I've had so many people laugh at me. Going, oh, you still do paper returns? Yeah, because I want to protect my clients. And if you file more than ten returns for your clients, you have to e-file uh, returns. If you file. Uh, more than 10 returns for clients, however you file it, if you file it for them, and I'll talk about that in a second, what constitutes that, but if it's more than 10 returns, you have to e-file everybody. And that's a Gestapo technique in itself because up to 2021, you couldn't attached statements when you e-filed right and toward 21 you had to do a separate pdf mm -hmm. when it would have been so easy to just expand an extra page as part of the e-filing now in 21 they let you do it but it's not that yeah. easy it, 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 yeah. there's still one more hurdle in between why do that why deny people the opportunity to explain their tax items on their return? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know. I, yeah. And and it, it uh, is uh, like they're trying to make it. And another thing too, you call the IRS, you get an installment agreement. They don't tell you what breaks it. They could easily issue a letter saying. Your monthly payments must be logged in. Go online and make your payments so they can be logged in by the due date. Done. <coughs> Any new liabilities that hit the records will break your agreement. Oh. If you're, yeah, 
Because people, they'll do agreements for people. Like, let's say now, they'll do agreements for you on prior years that you owe. They don't even ask you, except maybe if you get lucky, are you going to owe on your 2022 return? Because if you file that return now, which is another reason to file it late, because if you have a payment plan and you have like maybe eight more payments to make, if you file your return and you owe, that's, that's a new liability. The agreement, and they're going to love it. For the love of God. All right. Sim it seems like a lot because people are not used to it, but I'm telling you, I can count on one hand the number of things. If you paid if you attention, do those things, then you, you're in good you'd shape. be fine. All right, and good. we talked about it throughout this. Yeah, we did. We did. So it's a good conversation, and uh, I think you know, uh, people, um, you know, this is a huge, it's a huge thing for a lot of people, and yeah. we're supposed to be, you know, and, and there are still a lot of people. And we talked a little bit about people, you know, who have new expectations about how life is supposed to work, but there are still a lot of people in the country who really just want to like work hard. Pay their taxes, have their mm -hmm. life, have a good life, you know, things like this, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and they're, it's a it's yeah. a it's a it's a bit of a mess. So anyway, yeah. Joe Mastriano, thank sure. you for uh, making time, come out. It's good. Um, it's about to get real busy for they, you, I they guess. Can right? Look me up. I'm the. I have a trademark, an official U.S. trademark, Killer IRS. Killer IRS. You can look that up. All right. So Killer and, IRS. And so if you Google Killer IRS CPA, you're gonna find you'll, you'll, you're gonna find, you'll you. find me easily. And I know you got a you got a, a YouTube channel, some other stuff. So we'll put yes. all that in the show notes for this Excellent. show. And uh, that'll do it. That's a wrap. Great. Okay. Thank you.